it's Monday, so it's a great day because Ask Nick is here. Well, we do have just a, a hell of an episode for you, and we just want to say thank you. Th thank you for choosing us uh, and telling your friends about us uh, because we truly are saving relationships. That's what we that's what we tell ourselves. I don't know. And by we, I mean me. Uh, also, I have uh, Allie and Amanda uh, here. Uh, Allie's waving, so that's cool. <laughs> she hasn't been told how podcasts work yet. And that's awesome. You're doing great. Job well done. Well, uh, I guess, uh, well, we have a, a great week for you uh, in the uh, podcast space. We have a Bachelor Recap uh, episode for you tomorrow. Uh, we don't want to tell you who our guest is because we'll, we have a couple different options. And we're going to wait. But on Wednesday, we have Howie Mandel. What a great interview. What a great guy. Funny. Uh, I've uh, I've been following. I didn't know. I didn't know that Howie was the voice of Gizmo from the Gremlins. Uh, no, well, I mean, I, I, I mean, I, I didn't find this out today, but most of the time I've been a fan of Howie. I didn't know that uh, my first uh, little mon He was in the movie called Little Monsters with uh, what's his name from uh, the Wonder Years. So, yeah. But anyways, I've been a fan of his for a long time. Obviously, many people know him from Deal or No Deal and uh, America's Got Talent. And he's been uh, a stand up for 40, I don't know, was it for 30, 40 years since the early 80s? Anyways, he was great. He's also a Bachelor fan, turns out. I didn't know that. But we have a ton of fun talking about, well, everything. OCD, mental health, masturbation, uh, The Bachelor, rejection, coughing, farting. It's uh, It was wild. I really didn't know what direction it was going. I'm still not sure where it went, but it was fun to talk, and I hope you enjoy it. That's on Wednesday. Uh, and then we, uh, obviously, with the Bachelor season coming to a wrap, uh, we'll hopefully bring you some uh, groundbreaking interviews, and we can uh, wrap up this uh, just dumpster fire of a season on so many levels. I could use a break. Anyways, we thank you for listening and choosing us. Ask Nick's around the corner. Question time with Nick. Let's ask Nick your sexy questions. How's it going? It's good. How are you? Good. How can I help? Um, so I'm Anne-Marie. I'm 24. Um, I just kind of, I wrote in because I, this past year, I went through, I guess, my first, like, really serious relationship breakup and I guess it was also just my first serious relationship and I feel like a lot of things happened um kind of post breakup that like aren't usual so like I was kind of stuck between dealing with the first like really hard like breakup and then just all these other things that just kept happening um so just like a little backstory um I was dating this guy for like a year um it was pretty it was really fast. Um, I guess you, you could say you're kind of engaged, not exactly. Um, and then, uh, but like we moved really fast. Like we were looking at condos, et cetera. And then like we spent all the holidays with my family. And then like a month later, um, he kind of just like sporadically like ended things. And I was very pretty, like pretty caught off guard because he was pushing so much like so many different things like that I was kind of like we kind of need to slow down here you felt a little duped because he was the one kind of pushing things forward yeah. playing house a little bit and then 
Yeah. You you were trying like, to have a little bit of um you know, you were trying to be a little grounded and and yet he yeah. was the one kind of yeah. And that that happens. Yeah. That's you're not the first yeah. person who experienced something like that. So, <laughs> that makes it feel better. I don't I don't know. Yeah. Like I was I like I knew I wanted to be with him, but like I also was like this just needs to kind of go a little bit slower. Like he wanted to ask my dad if he could like marry me and I was like this just can't happen right now. Like that's not reasonable. Like we've not been together a full year. Like that's not logical. And so I was very caught off guard. Um, and it's like, once he decided that there was like nothing, like he didn't even consider like having a conversation. Like there was no, like I asked him to try and like, there was just nothing like it was done, but we did continue to, of course, like kind of hook up there for a while, like four or five months, I think. And then and so it when you say like, kind of hook up, you were having sex. Yeah. Okay. But like also very like pretty frequently and still pretty relationshipy. All he really did was decided that he wanted to, you know, have the option to hang out with other women without being labeled a yeah. cheater. But I guess enjoyed having um, some regular <laughs> sex that you seem to be willing to continue to provide him. Yeah. There was like an overlap. There were two weeks and this is kind of when I took my step back because I realized he had been seeing this girl and I was like, I don't want to do this. Like, that's not what I ever wanted with you. Um, and so two weeks later, so we you didn't finally wanna, stopped. You didn't want to do what? You didn't want to hang out with him while he was hanging out with another girl? I didn't want to be in that like toxic relationship where it's like, I'm not going to like, we had a very like healthy relationship and I think when um it all ended it was like I didn't want to feel like I was the other girl or like I had to compete for him like that's not what I've ever wanted from a guy and that's not what I wanted in a relationship and that's what this has become and I was like so I don't want to be a part of it okay good for you so then two weeks later he started seriously dating this girl and like we met her at the same time I don't know but then fast forward like a couple months into their relationship he reached back out to me and he was like hey like we wanted to clear the air and I was like I don't really like need closure from either of you like I don't care um and then it turns out a week later he was like actually like we wanted to have a threesome with you okay <laughs> so how did you respond um I was mad, like I felt really disrespected. Um, I really felt like our relationship meant more than that. And I felt like he respected me more, like because we've had multiple conversations about if that was something like I ever wanted to do. And I was like, you know, like maybe if we're like married or whatever, like down the road, but it's not something I want, like, you know, like that's not something I've ever wanted to do with you. Like I've never wanted to be in that place. And like the fact that you, asked me and thought that I would just like do whatever you wanted because you asked and then like he was like well you always wanted to have sex one more time so like this would I thought I would just like give you this opportunity and I was like with you and another girl I was like are you like insane and then so that was like two months into my relationship and so I haven't talked to him since then so that was like five or six months ago. And then I find out he got engaged after five months. But now you're just fucked up so, about it? Well, a part of me, like, like, it's just, I'm okay, but it's like, I'm trying to like, 
understand like how like I'm just trying to move on from a relationship that I've kind of convinced myself clearly couldn't have possibly been real if like you're able to do what you've done yeah following I, I mean listen you're wrong about that um, mm -hmm. you're just hurt and that's okay yeah. you know from what I'm hearing from you he sounds kind of like a, a an asshole and you should be yeah really glad that you're not engaged yeah. and you're not going to marry him. Who knows? It's two sides of every story, but he sounds pretty toxic and he sounds incredibly selfish. And, you know, best case scenario, when your story started, he was just a guy who was maybe just emotionally immature and liked playing house and wasn't like self-aware mm -hmm. about that and like moving things forward and just wanted the idea of things. Yeah. And then it didn't matter what he said, you know, like, hey, I want to ask your daddy to make Mary. Let's move in. And didn't think at all how you would receive that information, how you would get excited, how that might, even though yeah. you were trying to, you know, be like, hey, that's great. I want these things, too, with you. But like, wow, that seems fast because also you were protecting yourself about like, wow, like, can I believe that you really want those things? And then, yeah. you know, that's what your gut told you. And your gut ended up being right because he just up and left. And that <laughs> left some scars and you feel a little foolish. And like anytime we don't trust our gut, and then our gut mm -hmm. proves to be right. We get mad. At, we start. We get mad at ourselves. We get, you know, we judge ourselves, and we feel like we should know better. And and it's just like you get this dirty feeling of like, if why didn't I just trust my yeah. gut, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, the threesome stuff. I mean, the guy, the guy is an asshole. Like he he asked you if it makes you feel better because often is the case yeah. is like when we date someone or, or or let's say we just know a girl that we're hanging out with or having sex with and she seems to be open yeah. to a threesome and we've talked about this on the show uh -huh. before the next question is like well who the fuck who? do we ask you know yeah and and they're unless you're in these like you know secret groups there's not a lot of people you like who are out there being like hey just if anyone's looking for a threesome i'm <laughs> i'm game so yeah, you just he didn't know who else to ask. And then instead of being like a decent human, he decided to continue to be an asshole and then throw that in your face when he got defensive. Now, keep in mind, like I'm not defending him at all, but that whole like <laughs> that whole. Well, I just thought yeah, you wanted to have sex one more time. Well, it was a really shitty thing to say to you. Yeah, he said he, that because like he favor. felt. Def yeah, he felt. <laughs> but he said that because you made him. He, he got defensive because you were like, why would you ask me that? Yeah. And he's an idiot first and then an asshole second, right? He's an idiot for asking you because why the fuck would you want to have a threesome with him and this new girl? I don't know. And you pointed out the obvious, which is why the fuck would I want to do that? And then yeah. he got and defensive. Then... Instead of just owning his him being an idiot, he decided to, like, you know, gaslight you and make you defend the <laughs> fact that you wanted to have sex and something crazy like that. You know, all these things. Yeah. Him being engaged this girl while it's bugging you the most is the most like it's great great for him sucks for her uh great for you right great for me good chance it's not going to end up well for her who knows like i don't like this guy how old is this guy um 26 yeah i mean what you really need to focus on is to to not what's hard to do because you yeah. are going to almost be following this relationship as much as you say you don't want to, like on the peripheral, because all you want deep down is validation that you're not crazy or that you are good <laughs> enough. And that if if they were to break up, you're, you're going to like, you know, and don't do that. I've done that before, too. Like, don't let this be like a two year thing that you like forget. And it's not like top of mind, but deep down, it's there. Like anytime you hear his name or it comes up, you don't need you want to get to a place of indifference. 
Yeah. You you should I practice mean, like wishing him well, <laughs> hoping for the best for them. They deserve each other. It's great. It's wh- yeah. what it is is not your problem because as soon as if he breaks up with her, he's going to call you and yeah. and and try to fuck with you again and like re-enter your life. And hopefully when that happens, you're in a position where you really don't give a shit and you don't like you're not like what you don't want to be is still fucked up about it so that yeah. you allow him back in because you're doing it. So like, oh, I don't want to date this guy, but like I'm going to allow him back in my life because I'm going to hope to get like the confirmation validation that I'm not crazy or he's going to apologize <laughs> for something. You know, he's going to see it. He's going to see that he was an asshole to yeah. me. He's going to see how he treated me. And you're going to let hit this kind of like you're going to let this wolf in, so to speak. And he's going to fuck shit up, you know. It's yeah. uh, it's not going to play out. So you should just be really happy he's distracted so that you have the time to get indifferent about him, to yeah. really believe that, like, I don't need him to have closure. Yeah. What he did was fucked up. Thank God I have that toxicity out of my <laughs> life and my relationship. And eventually you just be like, oh, gross. I can't believe I wasted so much energy. And so then when he does come back in your life, you're just kind of like, that's funny. I give a lot of advice. Uh, on the show, as you guys know, but there's one piece of advice that I want to give you right now that I really need you to listen to, and that is put some amazing, delicious nuts in your mouth. That's right. Put those nuts in your mouth from nuts.com. It is the best kept secret of savory snacks across America. And it's not just for nut lovers. No, no, no. They have a bunch of delicious snacks ready to go, like dried fruits, uh, pantry items, uh, like baking mixes, chocolate-covered gummy bears. Thank you, Chrissy. But also nuts. And uh, nuts are a great snack. Uh, they, you know, they're low in sugar and they got protein. Mm. <laughs> I put a nut in my mouth. I um, love putting nuts in my mouth. And I'm glad I did. Especially the sample sizes. <laughs> It'll solve all your problems. They have gluten-free and vegan options. And they deliver fast. I uh, I talked to the CEO on the phone, true story, and he was very proud of the quality and the service they provide. And he meant it a lot, and it was great to hear. So I, I feel confident saying that if you want to put a ridiculous amount of nuts in your mouth, you'll be able to do it as quickly as you want, and it will be the best nuts you've ever had in your mouth. It really is really? good. They're really good. They're really good. They're really good. <laughs> It's really good. The problem is trying to figure out which one you want first. Which nut in your mouth you want first. Oh. I'm currently eating the spicy lime plantain chips. Lovely. Uh, Cashews. Mm. Yeah, they have have spicy lime plantain chips. I know my aunt's pretty annoyed right now. I'm chewing and talking. (laughs) So good. God, when you got some good nuts in your mouth, you can't help yourself. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? I know it's exactly what you mean, Nick. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, to get your nuts in your mouth and real fast, I mean real fast. That's a quick date. To get your nuts in your mouth at a speedy time, newnuts.com customers get free shipping on your first order when you text FILES files to 64000. And remember, you support our show when you support our Sponsors. That's right. You know, honestly, I'm just trying to help you guys out. These nuts are delicious. So text F-I-L-E-S to 64,000 to get free shipping on your first orders of nuts.com. That's F-I-L-E-S to 64,000. Never buy a nut from anywhere else but nut.com. I confidently can say that. You're 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 just a little dumb dumb if you're not buying you're nuts. You're nuts, we could say. You're nuts if you don't buy. Thank you, mm-hmm. Allie. You're nuts if you don't <laughs> buy your nuts from nuts.com. True statement. Terms apply. 
Available at nuts.com. Speaking of nuts, Dipsy. That's right. So once you have your nuts in your mouth, then you are ready for some immersive stories to help you get in the mood. That is right. So many New Year's resolutions are about doing less of something. Why not give yourself more? And I'm talking about pleasure, ladies. That is right. Woo, yes. More time to connect with yourself and your body. Get in the habit with Dipsy. Hey, everybody. Grab your partner. Get some Dipsy. In that audio app full of short and sexy stories designed to turn the both of you on. Each Dipsy story features characters that feel like real people in immersive scenarios. So you'll feel like you're right there. They release new stories every week, so there's always something more to explore. No matter who you are or what you're into. If you've been married for 30 years, sure, you can't have a variety of fucking someone new. Not if you're faithful, but you can have a new story. That's right. And for listeners of our show, Dipsy is offering a 30-day free trial when you go to Dipsy stories.com slash v-i-a-l-l that is a 30-day free trial when you go to d-i-p-s-e-a stories.com slash v-i-a-l-l dipsy stories.com slash v-i-a-l-l you know and it's hard for you to believe right now but you can i promise you can get there i kind of i i think like when i first found out that like they like got engaged like i think it really kind of like spoke to like the instability of him like but that's your mistake you gotta get out of that mindset yeah. your job is not to analyze him because that mindset what you just said is like trying to again validate what he did oh his instability you know you don't like you know this guy sucks yeah. you don't need any more proof right yeah. stop looking okay. for more proof that's what you're doing oh well you know yeah the engagement hurts but at least it seems he's like he rushes he fools rush in so to speak so then i guess like going like forward um is like kind of what I was watching um, I don't The Bachelor, and I mean, I was listening to Serena P talk about how, like, going forward in her relationships, like, it's terrifying because, like, you were so sure, and then you were so wrong, and then every single biggest fear that you had, like, kind of come, like, ended up coming true in the end, and so, like, you don't... You weren't as sure <laughs> as you wanted to believe. You even said that while he was moving things so quickly, you were like, hey, buddy, slow down, and that part yeah. of you that was saying slow down was telling you this isn't as healthy as I want to believe it is. Like, it yeah. all felt good, and yeah, yeah like, you mm-hmm. wanted to believe it would work out, but he was doing <laughs> things that you sensed, and your gut told you seemed unhealthy or not okay or too fast right and so those were some little red flags that he was flying (laughs) that you were noticing yeah it doesn't mean you didn't like him it doesn't mean you didn't wish that things would have worked out but yeah you saw it right so now Mm -hmm. going forward you will be better at paying attention to those things instead of like being like hey babe i think we should slow down but like Mm-hmm. And then, you know, you just said it and you thought that was enough. And he's like, no, 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 it's it's totally cool. And you're like, okay, I, I guess next time you'll be like, no, like, I don't like, no, we're not ha- like, yeah. that's nuts. Like, you know, next time you meet a guy and he's dating for a month and he's just like, I love you. You're like, what do you love about me? Explain yeah, that, that to me. Walk <laughs> me through what you love so much about me instead of just being like, I know yeah. I'm great. That did happen. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, I think even then, like I was like, I'm not gonna tell you that like I'm not I think my biggest issue is just like kind of getting like the validation from like (laughs) from I don't know why like 
just like for some reason my mind always goes back to like trying to validate like maybe it wasn't real maybe it was like and it's just it was very real right and that's okay it was a very real relationship because we often get ourselves in relationships that don't work out don't pretend that it like at times you he cared about you you cared about him yeah you fell for a guy that also had a lot of shit to work out and he may or may never work out it's not your problem Hopefully you want it like, yeah, listen, someday this guy will figure his shit out, but you will be long past and over it. And it just will be such a you'll be like, uh, good for you. You know? Yeah. And I think it was just because it was like the first like, honestly, it was my first like serious and non serious relationship. Like in general, it's my first relationship. And then it was also a lot more serious, I think, than I predicted predicted I would ever get myself into the very first time you listen at the end of the day this is more of a lesson about understanding your own vulnerability yeah right and trusting your gut like you you (laughs) you were vulnerable because you liked a guy for the first time and it was exciting and new and then you prioritize that over what your gut was telling you and the next time you experience these situations hopefully you figure out how to balance that a little bit better you know, that you're a little more cautious of the excitement that you feel. And, and I don't know if you listened to our episode with Dr. Berman, another example of like maybe these butterflies and excitement that we feel early in relationships aren't necessarily um, meaning that we're in love and or that it's like, oh, this is my dream person. It just means yeah, I'm excited. Maybe that's my gut telling me something else. Right. So yeah. um, it sounds like you are in tune to those things <laughs> like you should be proud of yourself actually <laughs> that you're like i knew it right you could be mad at yourself for for not falling through yeah. but at least you knew at least you weren't like oh my god it was all perfect you know you even said it wasn't perfect it was going too fast it was it was moving at a somewhat immature uh delusional pace of which yeah. you sensed and so yeah. you can give yourself some credit for that <laughs> but as far okay. as this guy goes you got to let it go you got to move on you have to accept the fact that he's not right for you and you have to stop looking for reasons <laughs> to, to tell your ego it was right. Or like, oh, you, you know, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, you've already, you have all the information you need to move on. You don't need more. <laughs> stop looking for more, you know, reasons. You already have. Yeah. It. Now you just have to trust yourself and move on. I mean, it, I guess it has been like less than a year. But I mean, I feel like it's just so much has happened <laughs> that it's just like. I get so far and then I get back. Yeah. Well but. do the, whatever, whatever is bringing you back is you can cut those things out. Social media, mute them, block them, but also like tell yourself that you gotta, you gotta tell yourself is like, it doesn't bother you that you're over it and you have to, <laughs> and then eventually you'll believe it. He, he fucked you up a little bit, you know? Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And next time, you know, when you are, getting gaslit when you are questioning your own sanity because someone's like (laughs) making you feel bad about like being like that. Why would you ask me to have a threesome with your current girlfriend? You just have the confidence that what they're doing is insane and wrong. And don't ask yourself if you're crazy, you know, you're not crazy. Yeah. I think I just thought more about, I don't know, but yeah, I get that. (laughs) You are more self-aware than you want to give yourself credit for. And you just have to, you know, realize that and, you know, and you gave yourself credit. Well, I appreciate that. I actually needed the whole like validation perspective because I guess I like hadn't seen that. That's kind of what I was constantly doing, yeah. like trying to validate their relationship to make me feel better. I don't know. Yeah, you are. You All you want to hear right now, and I've been there, <laughs> is you want to hear 
nothing makes you feel better <laughs> in the moment than hearing that why he sucks or mistakes he's making for himself that will eventually yeah. end in his own tragedy. But that's yeah, that's why that's you're a having a thing. hard time letting go because you're getting short short term gratification, but that keeps you obsessed about that situation. So that's why you really have to practice like being happy for him, and then you'll be indifferent yeah. because it's ridiculous to be happy for him. <laughs> and then eventually just become indifferent you'll be like i don't honestly i don't care i just don't give a shit yeah all right well best of luck i'm sorry you're going uh, through this but i promise you there's a, a a light at the end of the tunnel you just have to challenge yourself to get there i feel like it's closer so thank you all right take care <laughs> bye bye you too when cooking feels like uh something you just don't want to do and you want to switch things up you can get uh delivery from the best local restaurants on the Caviar app. That is right. Get great food like dim sum, falafel salad, whatever you're in the mood for, and get the best quality restaurants in your area with an amazing delivery app, and that delivery app is Caviar. Caviar is the app that has the best local restaurants. Get them delivered right to your door. Caviar is all about great restaurants. That's right. That's why you'll find the best spots in your neighborhood right when you open the the collection of Mediterranean, vegan, vegetarian, and more. It's super easy to find good food for whatever you're feeling. Looking for something that's not dinner? Well, Caviar still got you covered because they can help you get some great ice cream, fun snacks, breakfast, and a healthy lunch, and more. And just for our listeners, Caviar is giving you a 20% off your first order. Now we're talking. Just enter the promo code V-I-A-L-L at checkout. Remember, that's 20% off your first order with promo code V-I-A-L-L. I'll tell you what, I use caviar, and I could not have been more satisfied with my service and my meal. Download the caviar app and use offer code V-I-A-L-L for 20% off your first order. I put on some blenders, and I mean sunglasses, and I got to say, I was like, Nally, and I was like, you're even better looking than I already thought. And I was like, really? Is that possible? And she's like, I didn't think so. And she's like, it must be the blenders. Anyways, they have amazing sunglasses, mid-priced eyewear, as they call it. And I tell you what, high-end looks. Unlike expensive mid-brand shades uh, that you've probably lost or, or smashed in the past, blenders are actually affordable. So if you do happen to lose them or break them, as we so often do, you won't feel like you had to spend a small fortune to replace them. So you're not going to cry. That's right. You're not going to cry because it's inevitable. Stuff happens, man. Blender's team and the in-house designers are constantly coming out with new styles from orange polarized wraparounds, tortoise shell frames with purple lenses. Ooh, fun. That's, you know, I have one of those. Amazing. To the classic gold arms on black lenses. And it's not just sunglasses, no. Blender's has prescription glasses, readers, and blue light glasses, you know, the fashion frames, as well as a snow collection with goggles and accessories. So get your blenders today. Blenders Eyewear. Score 15% off your Blenders purchase. Visit BlendersEyewear.com and enter promo code V-I-A-L-L-V-I-P. That is V-I-A-L-L-V-I-P. That's BlendersEyewear.com, code V-I-A-L-L-V-I-P for 15% off. Blenders rocked with pride worldwide. How's it going? I'm doing great. How are you? So good. Thank you for asking. How can I help? Hi, I'm Morgan. I'm 22 today, actually. It's your birthday? Uh, yeah, it's my birthday. What a win. Let's see if we can make it better or worse. Not sure. I make no promises. <laughs> hey, whatever whatever it is, it is. I'm ready for it. Um, So kind of a long story. I dated this guy for about two years. Um, it was kind of 
a hard relationship in the fact that he's in the military. I dealt with a lot of distance, a lot of goodbyes, a lot of missions, um, but we made it work um, up until, so it was our two year anniversary and then he got deployed. Um, during the deployment, we actually broke up and that was super hard for me. And a little story behind that is he kind of has a hard time talking about his emotions. So I can kind of read people really well. And he would always say, no, everything's fine. Like everything's fine. But like something in me was kind of like, I kept asking because I felt like I knew and nope, everything's fine. Everything's fine. I was like, I, you know, I kept asking for the reassurance of, are you sure? Like, are you sure you want to be with me? Um, everything was fine. And then one day we were FaceTiming and he was like, I just, I don't know anymore. Like deployment's hard. Um, and we just broke up. There was no fight. There was, it was, we stopped talking. Um, then obviously we were in quarantine and everything was, I was kind of by myself. And after a few weeks, things started opening back up again. Um, and my roommate from college is actually from my hometown. So she was like, Hey, like, do you want to hang out with me and a few people go get some drinks? Um, I said, okay. Um, while I was there, there was this guy that was there and we just kind of hit it off. Just right. one of those things where people understand each other. We just talked all night. Um, and then from there, he, before I came back to school, he was like, Hey, like, do you want to go? Um, like, can I take you out? Can, so we can kind of get to know each other more because, you know, you're drinking and stuff. Like, let's get to know each other on a more personal level. Took me out. It was great. And then I went back to school and we kept talking and eventually I was just kind of like, like, we kind of decided like, Hey, like why not date? Um, but I don't necessarily know I was over the relationship from before. I was ch- just kind of over the sadness, you know, just the mm-hmm. initial sadness. And I'm kind of one to jump into new relationships. Um, I've always had pretty long relationships back to back. But so then, as everyone said he would, my ex came back, kind of just like, I have no idea why I did that. Um, I, I messed up. And we kind of slowly kept talking. I kept the one guy the new guy informed I told him everything like hey like my ex is back this is what happened and then my ex wanted to come and see me when he got back from deployment which was only like a week later like he contacted me a week before he was coming back and then I asked this new guy hey like are you cool with me talking to him like I feel like I need the closure because we stopped talking when we broke up completely and he was like I totally understand so we did and I just like completely fell back for my ex and with this new guy it was like we said we loved each other and for me like I do but it wasn't like the in love type of love and with my ex it was very much like passionate passionate love but this guy felt way different for me he you're the one I can't imagine life without you anymore like you've changed me all that kind of stuff the new guy said this yeah okay the new guy was completely like you're the one I'm going to marry and it was a lot because it was like only a a month of talking and dating and all that kind of stuff and then I just kept talking to my ex and talking to him and he had asked me if I had been talking to someone and I told him yeah but I didn't really want to necessarily go into detail another fact is my ex was a virgin until he met me so when you say you didn't want to go into the details, you had sex with a new guy and you tried to avoid telling him that? At that point, I hadn't had sex with a new guy, but I didn't, I felt that we did everything else, but I felt like I almost didn't want to ruin my chances again with my ex. Sure. No, I get it. By 
his, you know, sexual stuff with my ex was very important to him. And it was very, you know, save it for the right person with me. I had been with people. Well, I mean, good for him. That's important to him. But he, he, he let you go and uh, you had a right to live your life. Right. Um, it may be important to him and he might not have a, an extensive sexual history, but it's not like he was saving himself from marriage either. You know, he had right. sex with you and yeah, he broke up with you. Right. And if he broke up with you, clearly in that moment, he was like, not my person, you know, um, back with my ex. And basically what happened was he knew my relationship with this guy, but not to the extent. And that completely on me. I like, he knew we were super close. He knew we hung out. He knew we have the same friend group from home now. Cause I was introduced to them. So when, we, when I came back home, like on breaks and stuff for the semester, I was hanging out with them. And although he was kind of uncomfortable with it, he's a very understanding guy. And I almost took advantage of that fact. The new guy. No, my ex was very understanding of me. You know, he was like, I broke up with you. You talked to him when we broke up. I acknowledge that. And that's I'm not, not going to. That's not being understanding. That's being like self-aware and realistic. I mean, the- I just feel like most people would just be like, no, like you can't. Well, at least people mo- might. most no. people, sure. But most people that doesn't really matter. Right. Like we have right. a way of manipulating or, you know, sometimes gaslighting, you know, that it's, you may, we make it about our, our feelings and how it hurts us. And it's just like, well, this is what you're doing your choice, you know, and I wasn't doing it to spite you. Right. I was just moving on with my life. So where are we now? So basically we got back together in, I want to say November and he kind of knew things were going on. Like he felt weird. So at one point, I think it was like New Year's Eve. He like, we were, we went to bed like early cause I don't know. And he like took my phone and he like basically read some messages um, between me and like the new guy. And basically it was just like, he didn't realize how deep our relationship it was. And we were like saying like, I was like, I love you. Like, I'm like, sorry, like this happened. Like, I still like love having you in my life. I kind of like, um, I miss you. Like, I want to hang out when we got back. Sure. Just a bunch, I, bunch of shit. He didn't want to read. Yeah. And like, I don't remember exactly what it was, but like stuff I should not have been saying. Why not? To, Why? Some of it crossed the line. Not what, like, what do you mean? Cross the line. Cross the line. I shouldn't have been saying stuff to someone I was talking to before while I'm dating my boyfriend. So wait, you got back to your together with my ex. And then while you're back together with your ex, you were still talking to Correct. that guy. This- okay. I got, I get what you're saying. So you, it wasn't like when he was gone, he was backing your life. He was back in my gotcha. life. Gotcha. Okay. All right. So yeah. Okay. So, so then he read it and he was not going to tell me that he read it. He just wanted to forget about it. He does not process his emotions well or feelings. So like he was like going to pretend he never saw it. Like he, he, whatever. But then he was acting weird the next day. And I kept saying like, Hey, like you good, you good. And he kept saying, yep, yep, yep. And then eventually he cracked and he was like, I read your messages. Like he was like, I mean, some of the stuff you saying, like, I, I would say that it was cheating on me. And he was like, you've always said that like, you know, cheating can, it doesn't have to be physical. Um, And I was like, you're you're absolutely right. Like I did cross the line. And now like we are back together and we're fine. And he said, he's, He's good. Like, I, if anything, I'm the one who brings it up because of my anxiety. And I keep thinking, is he really over it? Or is he going to leave again like last time out of the blue? It's kind of like I'm overthinking. He's like, you have to forgive yourself. But I refuse to forgive. Like, I keep 
you guys have some shit you got to work out, right? Um, I I think uh, there was hurt on both sides with him breaking up, and then you tried to move on, and and then he, when he was ready on his time, popped back in your life, and it elicited a lot of like of feelings that you had and wanted to forget, and that doesn't make what you did okay. But and then you know you're I think often you know when I was younger too. Um, and it sounds like maybe you guys are experienced this. You're trying to almost live up to the expectations that you guys are setting for yourselves or what you always thought you'd have in a relationship. And it sounds like you're both good people and probably had upbringings where you were taught about like what it means to love and you guys want to, you have the best intentions, right? But you realize as you like get into your adult life, shit's hard and feelings get involved and there are people come and go and, and, and so you're both figuring it out and you did some shit that hurt him. And but I wouldn't ignore that. I think you're kind of quickly dismissing. Why were you texting him? Like what was going on that caused you to say these things to the other guy? Yeah, the biggest thing I think is I love my boyfriend in every way and he's great in every way, except the fact that I have like pretty bad anxiety when it comes to like relationships. I overthink everything with my friendships, too. Okay. And he simply does not understand anxiety whatsoever. He's like, you're fine. Everything's fine. And this guy understands that on a completely different level and i felt like selfishly i needed it from that's that a guy. big deal it is it you is know, a big deal. I, I mean that's not like a i love everything about my boyfriend but like oh god i wish he liked ice cream as much as i did you know like and it's hard because he tries like he's like i would go to therapy with you i would try to understand but for the past it's almost been three years now since we would be together besides like the two months we broke up but he has tried he just cannot get it and it's super hard for me because I deal with it every day. Mm -hmm. And it's hard because he does try. He's not like, it, it doesn't matter. What do you mean by try? And what do you mean I by mean, he doesn't he get He tries it. to say like, how can I help you? Like, how how can well, I What do you say him? to that? Um, I guess just like, ask me, I don't know how I'm feeling sometimes. So he's not dismissive of your feelings is what you're saying. He's not dismissive. But when I say, hey, like I'm anxious about this specific situation, like, hey, like my dog passed away yesterday and no, I was kind sorry. Of, yeah, it's hard. But I was telling him like how much it hurt. He was like, it's all good. You'll be fine. It it, it happens. And it was like, he, I just. Well, that's just a guy kind of being dumb and, you know, guys are think they can fix things and right. you know, classic case of he just you just kind of want him to listen and 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 be there emotionally and empathize with you and he's he's like well i'll fix it and i'll i'll give you the reassurance of like you're gonna you're going to be fine and you're just like wait but i'm not right. fine now but I'm not, I'm like, right he has the best intention it's just like other people i feel like almost get it more like i got calls and stuff and he didn't really call me he was just like let me know if you need me and i was like i just wish you would check in and like hey you good like so what's your biggest problem that you feel like you have right now in your relationship or just in general? I guess just learning to trust and let go when someone says, hey, I forgive you. It's okay. And I don't know if that's like something specific to him and I, his and I relationship because of how we broke up and how I did believe what he said. And then it was, it was not the well, truth. It sounds like you have this deep down fear like he broke up he he broke up with you what felt like to you out of nowhere right and you're then combining the fact that like he doesn't really show his emotion so can i really is he does he is he really forgiving me or is he just pushing it aside because i know right. he likes to put it aside and you're trying to like make sure that he never you know this is really about you 
right? right? And I get it. You're just going to have to see, you know, like, listen, I don't know how this is going to work out for you. Like, I don't know right. if this guy your, is your person. My, I mean, I always just bet on the fact that he's probably not. And you, you right. are young and you've broken up and clearly you've already taught yourself that you can be attracted to other people. And, you know, there's a romantic element of him coming back from his tour and then you miss him and like, oh, fuck, I just love, you know. Right. But who knows? You don't really know yet if this is a person that you can really feel your most authentic self around. Right. Right. I think that really matters as I got older like that. That is something that I truly value. And I think when we're younger, we 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 don't value that as much. We almost try to be the person we want to be or who, who we imagined ourselves to be or right. how we want the relationship to be. And then we don't feel like we can be ourselves. And that's right. that's important when you're thinking about the rest of your life. And so I don't know. I think you're just going to have to if this is the relationship you want to be in, try to get out of your head you know this is more of a you problem than a relationship problem like i don't know well yeah i mean yes i'm always the one bringing it up and i know he hates it because i know he just wants to say let it go dude like well, let it yeah go. you have to trust him right if it, 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 it's been like two months since then and like he hasn't really brought it up do you trust your boyfriend yes completely all right so I'm, if he tells you yeah. to let it go you're gonna have to trust him i just trusted him last time and that didn't end well well you fine but you've chosen to also forgive him and get back in a relationship right like so you're almost saying like i didn't really forgive you i'm just like setting it aside and that's what you're you're kind of projecting that onto him because like you're worried you're kind of doing the same thing you guys aren't really addressing the issues you're just saying everything's fine let's just be together because ultimately that's what i want right now he hates fighting and i hate fighting it just well there's a difference between fighting and communicating and you guys don't seem to understand the difference in the moment i communicate a lot and i have a lot of opinions and he's kind of like okay it's all it's all good like and i'm like say something that like, matters I that matters I, yeah well i i guess that matters right like you're downplaying this i love everything but this you you clearly have a lot of frustration about how you communicate with your boyfriend you yeah, clearly have a lot of angst about like how comfortable you truly are in this relationship. You really have a lot of angst about how safe you feel in this relationship. I don't know. Those sound like big deals to me. I'm not they saying are. you should break up with him, but you either have to like, you have to be vulnerable. You're young. There's a good chance, whether it's th like you're going to get hurt again right. in a relationship. That's okay. It's not going to kill you. You'll survive. Right. Yeah. On the pursuit of finding the person you're going to feel the most safest around and, and, and the most comfortable and safest to be yourself, along the way, you're going to swing and miss. But there, you're not doing yourself any good by just constantly having anxiety and worry about it all going bad. You yeah, know? That, that's what happens. Like I'm a planner, obviously, that comes with the anxiety. He's like, day by day, like, don't worry about, like, are we going to get married in two years? Like, are we going to do this? He's like, and that, that's what feels safe, but plans don't work out as I've learned. Yeah. Well, well, that's a great lesson you've learned, right? <laughs> Remind yourself of that. You definitely, need, it seems like you need to chill a little bit. Yeah. These are the choices you've both made. You both, you know, as any relationship goes, you've, you've both made some mistakes. You both seem to be willing to prioritize each other more than the mistakes. That's great. But you both really have to let it go. I just know how much like of a, thing cheating is and like i I've, I've been cheated on so i know how much it hurts and i just feel like 
the worst person in the world and like it's it's past well, us. I mean, like, at the same time, it's maybe you found a guy who recognizes uh is in control of his own ego recognizes that he played a role in this and like listen you're responsible for your own decisions like it's not necessarily his fault you cheated but like you, he credited the situation and and you made a mistake and you were experienced like he 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 left on his terms he came back on his terms you know you didn't handle it well you didn't handle it great there's definitely a better place like the the best in hindsight the best approach would be like i don't know if i could take you back right now because i like I want to, I want to take you back because I don't want to lose this because I love you and I'm afraid to lose this, but I know that I have other things I have to process too. And I don't want to like cross streams and I don't want to muddy the waters. That would have been the perfect solution, but hindsight's 2020. And I felt, I felt guilty in both ways because I was, I hurt two people. Yeah, but it sounds like you are currently dating a guy who can recognize that has the maturity to say, I played a role in this and I can either point the finger and tell her how she's wrong and make it all about my feelings and my hurt and how it hurt my feelings. Or I can like recognize that deep down, I believe that she loves me. I trust that she loves me and, and I might be wrong, but I'm going to go ahead and trust and then go forward. And maybe that's a page out of his book that you can try to learn from. In the meantime, I think you need to take a breath and try to let shit go. And yeah. assuming that that's what you want and yeah. or not and break up with them. But you, you have to force yourself to let the, you have to trust him. You have to give him the trust that you say you want to give him at the risk of being wrong again. All right. Well, best of luck. Um, this is, you know, it's tough. It's tough. But I think uh, you owe it to the relationship to try to trust each other at a minimum and uh, see if you can communicate more effectively. All right. I will. I'll take your advice. All right. Thank take you. care. Bye. Thanks for calling in. I appreciate Thank it. You. All right. Bye bye. Bye. How's it going? I'm good. How are you? I'm great. What's your name? Jesse, 26. Awesome, Jesse. How can I help? So I wrote in um, because I was in a long-term relationship for two years. Um, we broke up about a year ago. Um, and now we're at a point where he reached out to me wanting to reconcile. Um, you know, I do want to give you a little backstory. We did ended on good terms. Um, there was no hatred or infidelity or anything, but I do struggle with intimacy issues. Yeah. Like, like about five years ago, I, I, I was sexually assaulted mm -hmm. um, and it caused me to um, not be very forward um, with anyone or really have a drive um, that's considered quote normal. And um, so when we broke up, it had been probably a couple months where we just went like a hundred to zero. Um, there was like no sex, there was no nothing. Um, I mean, we kissed and stuff, but past that there was really nothing. Um, and I think it led him to kind of blow up and question why, um, that was happening. Was he aware of what happened to you? No, I chose not to tell anyone, um, not even my parents. Um, the only person I really knew was my sister. Um, and it took me years to tell her. Um, so I, I told, I ended up telling him the truth at the end. Um, like, so I could explain what was happening. Cause I, in the back of my head, I knew why I was acting a certain way. And he basically was like, I can't deal with that. And he was like, this is just a lot. And 
he needs that physical or he says he needs that physical part to feel like a partner. And yeah, so we ended up ending things and we've had a year apart and he reached out to me what Monday when I wrote in. And so I'm just kind of want your opinion and see if this is something like I should be able to salvage or should want to try again, I guess is what I'm trying to get at. Well, uh, so this was like a year ago. Yeah. Mm -hmm. What's been going on with you in this past year? Is this something that have you talked to a therapist? I mean, this traumatic, obviously, event. Have you been working through that for you personally? Yeah, you have. Uh, 100%. Okay. Um, I, I did therapy right after up until that relationship. Um, that was my first relationship and only relationship after um, my event. And since then, for like the past year, you know, I've been in therapy and I have learned to reason with not being in control of how someone reacts to a traumatic event. Um, and I think... I had to be okay with him fleeing for a little bit. So, I mean, that's really the work I've been doing is just being okay with someone else's actions because it shouldn't affect mine. And like, I know I'm at terms with what happened to me. Like, I'm okay. I, you know, I feel like I could get into a relationship. I mean, I've dated the past year, but um, yeah, I mean, I, I thought I was gonna end up with this person. So I'm not sure what to do. So what part of you wants to get back together? 98% of me. Okay. <laughs> what part doesn't? The part that he flies away when something like bad happens. Okay. Well, that's valid. So he called you and he says he wants to get together. I'm assuming, did he address that? So, or was he like, did he pretend like, hey, by the way, I just, I know when we broke up, you told me this really traumatic thing that happened to you. And I was, you know, pretty insensitive and borderline dismissive of something that must have been really hurtful. And while I was dealing with it, like my bad, I'm sorry. Also, can we get back together? Or did he just pretend it didn't happen? He addressed. So the first thing that he said was like on a scale of one to 10, how much do you hate me? Okay. And I was like, well, that's an odd approach. I was like, and I, it took me a day to respond because I didn't know how to handle it. I said, I don't hate you. And I asked him like, what, what's your purpose of reaching out? Like I, why are you talking to me at the moment? And he was just like, you, and he explained to me how this past year has been difficult. And he felt like his reaction wasn't well thought out. And he was like, I, I, I believe I understand what you went through was his words. And I said, okay. And then I was like, well, what do you, what do you want or what do you want to accomplish? And he was like, well, I want good communication. Um, I want to be a team and I want great sex. So wait, he said like, that he said those three things. That's uh, red flags here. You think so? So that's why I'm like, like he, we were never that per like that couple that like texted when we were in the mood, like that was just never us. And then the fact that he was just really forward, I'm not sure like why, or like if he has like no regard for like anything. Well, uh, I mean, best case scenario, he's just kind of dim-witted. Um, you know, like, it's like, it's weird because, like, he, you know, asked you that question, well, how much do you hate me, right? So he was aware that he probably hurt your feelings. But instead of just being a mature adult and say, hey, before uh, I say anything else, I just want to say I'm sorry. 
and here's why. Here's what yeah. I've learned about what my actions might have done, and I'm ashamed of how I handled it. And I understand that you know I w I didn't mean to, and I'm sure you recognize that. But here's why I wish I would have done things differently, even in the moment. And I'm sorry yeah. for that. But instead, he was just like hoping that you would let him off the hook by being like, "No, I don't hate you," you know, like. And so then he can kind of just ignore that. It's just it's a very immature way of handling something, and. It, it, to me, that would tell me he is still uncomfortable with having uncomfortable conversations. I don't think he's ever had to just face something head on where like his instinct is just to flee. Like, I think honestly, that's probably his reaction to his problems. If he doesn't have to deal with them, he chooses to not. Um, but he did apologize. He's like, I'm sorry for leaving. I'm, I was an effing idiot. <laughs> so he apologized and then I asked him what he wanted and that is when he responded with those three things. And I just didn't say anything. I didn't respond. I don't didn't know how to take it. But he was he told me he was open to a conversation and wanted to like hear it out on uh, details on, you know, how I've been for the past year and what I was hoping to get, but like I don't have an answer. All I, I'm confident in saying is that this would be a risk for you to let him into your life because it could it could uh, open some own wounds, you know. And it doesn't. Yeah. He definitely seems like a person who uh, lacks, at best case scenario, lacks the social skills to have a, a sensitive yeah. conversation. Sure. And he doesn't know how to like take his needs out of an equation like getting laid you know especially when dealing with something like this right and so whether he means to or not he just might hurt you by just continually being insensitive and I'm not confident what you've told me that he has really learned how to be able to do that because like listen right. like everyone in a relationship wants great sex but like really that was the time you felt like you needed to like throw that, that in there just right especially given that like how things ended the last time and his, yeah, his mean, lack of ability to understand that what you went through was probably a reason why you were ever having a hard time going there and, and being intimate and, and having reservations about sex. And so let's go back to the 98% that you want to sure. get back together with him. Like, sure. Why? I mean, we had a great relationship. He is an incredible human being. He, you know, supported me in every single thing. Like I went through like a layoff at the time. Um, I lost my grandparents. My dad got diagnosed with cancer. There's like a lot of things that should give someone an excuse to leave. I feel like he chose to just, you know, dig in deeper. And then when it was me, like, I think, some, you're, I think you're giving him too much credit. You think yeah, you've 100%. been through a lot. I want to give you a hug. You know, you've been through a lot, but like, you know, life can suck and sometimes life can suck all at once. You know, like sometimes, you know, when you hear the phrase like when it rains, it pours type of thing. And it's been pouring for you for a while now. And I don't think just because he stuck through like experiencing death, you know, or, you know, like that's that's what a relationship is. That's a that's bare minimum. Right. I don't think sure. he needs a pat on the back for like not for not you know what i'm saying like i don't think you need to thank him for this sure you know I, nothing bothers me more than when friends or people be like 
I'm so good for like having your back. It's like, I don't know. Did you like, it's like that's bare minimum. Yeah. It was like, listen, do you either, either like if I did something shitty, if I deserve to be lectured then don't have my back, be my friend and like tell me what I did wrong. But like having my back and being loyal or, or there for me, like, this is called being a friend. This is called being a right. partner. This is called being someone I can count on. Like, yeah. You don't get points for that. Like that's, you know, and so I don't think he gives, he gets points for, for being like pretty decent. And most of the time that he sure. was required to be decent to you. Yeah. I mean, maybe I compare it to like previous relationships and I think those were so shitty. Yeah. But this one just feels like age is different and like maybe it isn't, but I don't have another standard to well, like go off. That's, I I think that's very brave of you to acknowledge, right? Because it takes some looking in the mirror on your end to be like, you know, maybe my picker's off and all our pickers are off, right? Right. Um, You had some bad luck and are you still going through therapy? Yeah. Yeah. I think that's great, right? I think uh, to me, this feels a little bit of, he's, he's, he's reaching out at a vulnerable time for you. And, and at the hopes that maybe he has figured out he's a nice guy and maybe you can get back to that. Having someone around who you could lean on at times would be a really nice feeling. But I even feel like you sense the fear that he could hurt your feelings. Oh yeah. hundred um, percent. Are you in a position to feel confident enough to get together to with again. him? Not try again, but just agree to like meet up with him or talk to him and really own that conversation and and just be like listen can I be totally honest I'm not really interested in hearing your side I just need to tell you exactly how I felt uh, how you made me feel what I need uh, like you know like asking what he wants is you know I don't know if it should be a big concern of you right now but it's just feel like he really hurt you and you're still trying to feel figure out ways to uh, validate his behavior because, yeah. you know, and again, I'm not saying he's a terrible guy, but I think maybe you can do better. Like, I don't know. Like, I'm a huge, like, don't waste my time type person. And I don't want to waste my time again. I don't view that relationship as wasting time. I just feel like I learned my lessons and I'm like, I've done a year of like work, more work on myself. And if I were to have a conversation with him, I would be so angry. As you should. Why do you feel bad about that? I'm not sure. Well, I personally think you have a right to be angry. Do you feel like you can be angry with him? Oh, yeah, 100%. But I feel like the second I am, he's going to walk away. That should tell you a lot. Yeah. yeah. Because like I said, like his, I think his innate reaction is just to walk away. Just say, I'm not doing this. Do you so, want someone in your life? How old are you again? 26. Yeah, you're super young. Chrissy's yeah. still looking for Mr. Right. I'm, you know, I just found a girlfriend. I'm, you know, right. 42. Who knows how that's going to go? Yeah. You know, yeah. like, well, according to a psychic. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, the psychic doesn't think it's <laughs> going to be a tragic end. I mean, you know, I'm, I'm joking, but like, you're still young. You have a lot, you know, I'm sure a lot going for you. you you're in a room. <laughs> Chrissy thinks it's New York. I'm just. <laughs> But yeah. I get what well, I get feeling impatient. I, I do. I don't think you should give a lot of energy to someone you think that you have to tiptoe around and you can't even express how you feel and you can't express anger because you're afraid he's just going to leave. That is a terrible feeling to feel in a relationship. How unsafe could you po- like that's oh, my God, terrible. 
Yeah. Yeah, you, know, you need to feel safe and feel like you're yourself. I agree with you. I just, um, yeah, I just wanted like a third party opinion. I just don't want to go with anyone who's biased because I know what my friends would say and I know what like my family would say. Allie wants to chime in here. She's basically saying that you're still going through therapy and that yeah. you need to be in a relationship that makes you feel safe. Because if you're not in that relationship when you're feeling safe, then you're not going to be able to heal. Right. Yeah, no, you, I agree. With you're that. not. I just, you're not there yet. That's OK. Yeah. No, um, I acknowledge that. I just I guess I thought that him coming back was like him ready to like face the issue and I don't consider it an issue anymore. I, or like, I don't, I don't consider it. I don't think of it as a part of myself. Yeah. I think of it as an event and not necessarily who me, like that makes me who I am. Um, and so by him coming back, I, my head like registered that as, Oh, he's ready to talk about it. He's ready to. We don't know why, he, why he's back in your life. Could be boredom. I mean, listen, I'm sure it sounds like he recognizes that he was kind of a dick and he maybe feel, yeah. feels guilty about it. Right. But that doesn't mean he he's fully understands what he did or how he did it. Or the bigger picture for you is like you even seem reasonable and empathetic to him more than he is to you. Like, hey, maybe this is a lot for anyone to handle, et cetera, et cetera. Like, I guess I get it. But more importantly, you don't trust that he is in a position to deal with things that might happen in the future, let alone the past. And that is right. scary. I mean, that's scary for anyone. Right. Yeah. And that I no, would, exactly. I would be that's, scared. That's yeah. my reservation. I feel like I've um, waited what happened or our breakup so small because the rest of the two years, I would say like those 800 days or whatever were far better than that one. Maybe you should just and take advantage of this opportunity. Like that. But that's also what every girl wants, right? What? Every what girl mean? wants the boy that like, sc like screwed her over to come back and Wait, be no. like. Every person wants validation. Validation that yeah. they weren't the one crazy not... or they weren't wrong, and it feels good to have someone regret hurting yeah. our feelings. Like all of us, it's not just yeah. women; it's men well, too. But it's uh, not worth just having that a body next to you. Just Why not? Yeah. Do you think you can ha like, maybe you just take advantage of the opportunities back in your life so you can yell at him and then let <laughs> well, him go. He so like the whole reason I asked him what he wanted was so he, I wanted him to say, I want you back. And so I didn't have to respond and say anything, which is exactly what I did. So I got my gratification of knowing why he was back, but I'm not sure if he was saying that because it's what I wanted to hear. But I, I know he expected a reaction from me saying like, oh my, I'm sure he thought I was going to say, oh my God, me too, or whatever. And I didn't. And so I don't know. I don't know. You don't know what? I don't know if I should respond at all <laughs> or if I should just like want to try to make an effort to see him so I could like rip him a new one. I don't know. What do you think deep down will be the best for you in the long run? I don't know. I feel like I've been debating this for like the past year. Should I have a conversation with him and let him know how hurt I am? But at the same time, is he going to care? Well, that's and the so risk, right? Sometimes when we vent, right, and we get it out, we're expecting some sort of reaction that's going to justify our anger. And you're, there yeah. is no guarantee he's going to give it to you. There's a good yeah. chance he's going to get defensive. I want an apology, like a true apology. Yeah. I think 
it's risky, but you could say that. Just keep it short and say, honestly, it's, this is what I want from you, and it feels like you don't really get it. The, ri you, the, the, the risk you run is like once you open that up, he's going to be like, well, I want to understand, and I want you to explain to me, and then here you are investing all this energy explaining to him what he should know that as an adult person, he should have figured this out. Like he came yeah. back to you without being, he wasn't prepared. He showed up to a meeting unprepared or pre, you know, yeah. <laughs> he's like, yeah, I'm here. I want you back, <laughs> you know? And yeah. he's like, I, I recognize it hurt your feelings, but like, whatever. I still want great sex. Like, yeah. What a fuck you to, to you, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I'm I mean, so I'm dismissive. Not sure. I feel like, I feel like he thinks like the past year I've just kind of been like, I don't know, exploring my sexuality to be comfortable with like men. I don't know like what his idea is, but like the fact that he said that I'm just yeah. like, I mean, I, I don't know how you felt it, but it like how, how it felt to you, but it was almost was like, Hey, you like, you like blowjobs yet? You know, like after, yeah. you know, it's like, it yeah. was kind of crude no, I mean, and, and, uh, yeah. insensitive and you need a, an empathetic understanding person person. And, uh, listen, yeah. I, Sadly, I've learned in my uh, adult dating life through you know dating and having conversations with female friends and women I've dated that there are a lot of uh, women out there who are victims of uh, right. sexual assault. And uh, there are guys out there that won't run, who will listen, who will talk to you, who won't treat you like you're some sort of broken thing, you know, that sure. and there are a lot of guys who won't. And right now yeah. it sounds like you get, you found a guy who won't. And yeah. I would, I mean, I would spend more energy finding guys who will rather than trying to fix guys who won't. I mean, the whole premise as to why I didn't say anything was because I didn't feel the need to. It's something that happened to me. It doesn't affect anyone else, but me. I selfishly um, still believe that because it's my, I don't have to tell it to anyone. I don't want to, you know, I don't, yeah. um, you know, I can be selfish with this. You should so be. Yeah. That was my whole premise was, you know, I don't want to share it with anyone. And then I almost felt like I had no choice but to say something because there was no other explanation for why I was behaving the way I was. So, like, um, I just don't want to be looked at differently. If I do say it right out at the beginning, like, that was my biggest fear, saying, like, I can't deal with this baggage or whatever. Or, you know, when we are being intimate, are you going to think, that I'm thinking about something else. Yeah, it's hard. It sucks. Case. And I'm sorry. But and there are a lot of shitty, immature guys out there. Yeah. And uh, I just think you should just take the time to continue to heal. Like Ali suggested, you're still on this path. It's been a year and that's great, but it may it might take longer and that's OK. Yeah. And then you should be really picky and really careful about the people you let into your life at the risk of being a little bored and lonely sometimes, but I would be really selective about who you allow into your space, especially while you're healing. Yeah. Uh, no, 100%. And it's okay to sometimes feel like, Hey, I'm good now. Get back on the playing field and realize, you know what? I came back and played too early. I'm not quite healthy yet. You oh know? yeah. No, that happened. You know? And then you're, you go back and you, you, you go back to the, you know, treating yourself and, and taking care of it. And, um, and it takes time, but yeah. it's good that you are working on it. And the more I talk to you, the more I think you should just, you know, ignore them, yeah. block them. I just, I just feel like there's a lot of risk involved in letting him back in. Sure. And it's gonna, more than anything, I think this guy maybe 
once again kind of scratched at a wound that wasn't fully healed yet and and brought up some old things that you had thought you dealt with and and he's it's almost like a, a trick of like hey maybe i can get you this kind of like thing you've always wanted for the past year but it's not really there but like i'm gonna pretend that it is and 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 sure. yeah i don't i don't see it with him yeah i mean no that's what i was looking for was you know kind of a not a decision maker but someone to just be okay with that so yeah. yeah. And again, you you let your ego be like, you know what? He misses me. <laughs> no, I know. I do feel great. like that. My ego definitely was lifted. <laughs> and so. so take that take that win and then, you know, go back to the place where you can continue to allow yourself to heal and take some time. Because the place you really want to get is he reaches out again if he were fictitiously and you're just like, you know what? I'm good. I wish you the best. I've moved on and you know, yeah, you don't need to, yeah, I guess you don't I need to angry. say to him. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, hypothetically in therapy, you know, it's always a hypothetical situation that they come back. So I was preparing for the day he did and, you know, because I knew that he would. Um, yeah. So it did not go how I thought it would <laughs> to say the least. So you're just, you're not there yet and that's okay. Yeah. It's still a little, it's a, it's a shitty thing to do. I couldn't imagine. I couldn't imagine, uh, opening up to uh, someone about something like that happening to me. And then the person you want to believe is always going to be there for you. You can trust the most does exactly the opposite and makes you Correct. feel, uh, even worse and more judgmental yep. about, it. I mean, that's fucking sucks. Yeah, no, I, it really did suck. I mean, you know, it, we had a life, uh, we had a dog. And uh, so like staring at that dog, he came with, ended up coming with me after the breakup. But yeah, I mean, we had a house and everything. It was like, I had a life. Um, so just like completely coming back into my own was so different. So, but yeah, yeah, it is what it is. I'm a year later and I'm fine. So yeah. All right. Well, you're going to be okay. I, I'm, you're brave. Thank you for sharing your story. I'm sure there's a, sure. a lot of people listening that, uh, will empathize and relate to you and, yeah, um, sure. it sucks, you know, um, uh, and guys out there, you know, do better and, um, it sucks, you know? I don't know. We it's like weird. It's like the more you hear and the more stories I've heard from friends, it's just you realize just how sadly prevalent it is out there. And uh Yeah. I mean, I think it's uh sad that we aren't always believed and that's always been, you know, why I'd never wanted to share my story was because I didn't think anyone would say, Oh, I empathize with you or oh I believe you because I wasn't. And when it happened, it happened, you know, at my previous workplace and I uh I wasn't believed by, you know, the people who were supposed to care of me as an employee. So, you know, it just sucks. Yeah. So I, you know, goes to show that not everyone is uh, on board or wants to be supportive or understand. So, well, I am sorry. And um, it's okay. just take your, just, again, like just take some time and just be real, real picky about who you let in your world. <laughs> yeah, no, I will be for sure. All right. Well, I appreciate you. All Thank right. you so much for thank, listening to me. Thank you for calling in. I appreciate it. Take yep. care. All right, How's it going? Hi, it's going good. I'm Erin, 21 from Pennsylvania. Ooh, Pennsylvania. Uh, how can we help, Erin? I guess there's a bit of background to it. So I go to a branch campus of a larger university. And last spring, I started going out with someone on my campus. Um, Everything was really great. It was definitely, obviously very early on, but 
like the best friendship and the best dynamic I'd ever had with a partner like that. Um, and then Corona hit and he had to go home for, you know, we didn't know how long at the time. Cause when it first started, they said, we'll be back before finals. It'll just be a couple weeks. So we're like, okay, we can stick this out. That's no big deal. And then time sort of passed and that kept getting extended how long it would be until we came back. And eventually, of course, we followed each other on social media. We had still been monogamous for that period of time. And then out of nowhere, he posted a picture on his Visco with a girl who I had known that he had hooked up with before. And it was like a very couple-y type of picture. So I reached out, just we were texting all day like normal. So I just sort of reached out and I was like, that's really strange. Maybe we should have talked before you posted that. Um, and he just didn't respond. And we didn't talk again from then until mid-August maybe. And he reached back out and basically was like, I miss you. I miss us like I'm sorry I did that to you and I was like it's fine <laughs> like I'm not gonna hold him to it we were apart it's whatever um and he was like just so you know I ended up transferring back home he lives like 400 miles away um but he was like I want to go up to main campus next year so main campus is only like 100 miles from my branch campus so that's doable and we just sort of talked through the day like there were insinuations that we were good. We were just going to kind of jump back in. And then the next day he like didn't respond to my text and we didn't talk again until this January. And it was just sort of the same deal where he would reach out and just be like, I'm sorry for going MIA, blah, 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 a million excuses. Like, how are you? Do you want to talk? And then it was just the same cycle again. And it was frustrating this time because I just sort of was willing to set more of a boundary this time and just sort of be like, this, what we're doing isn't something I'm comfortable with. Like, obviously I understand we have a number of barriers in the way, but if we're gonna have any type of friendship or like any form of a relationship between us, there has to be like some level of consistency. And he was like, yeah, I get it 100%. Um, and then it was the same thing. We're like two days later, just absolutely nothing from him again. Um, and I know this probably sounds so stupid when I'm saying it to you. I know in your head, you're like, he is just bored. But when we're actually together, it's like <laughs> by far the best friend I've ever had, like not even partner. It's like the best friendship and like, the way we talk to each other is so like communicative and good. Like everything about us is so good. I think I'm smart enough to be able to be like, oh, you're just trying to manipulate me. You're just bored. And it's like, it seems so sincere. And he always justifies it by being like, I don't want to run the risk of us getting in fights and us ruining like the potential of a relationship when I'm closer to you by like, talking all the time and I get that I guess I'm just wondering because I do see both sides I guess I'm just wondering if I seem ridiculous or if I am being stupid for letting him come and go like that well you're not 
stupid. You're being a little too patient. Are the, are these texts from her? Are yeah, these... that's from her. Who... So that's from January. Yeah. Did you send this or he sent this? No, he sent me that. Out of nowhere? Yes. This is a text you received from him having not spoken with him for a period of time? Yeah, like six months. And he wrote, hey, I've been feeling extremely compelled to talk to you these past few weeks, and I have been pushing it off, but it's driving me crazy. Nice setup. <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. I want you so bad, baby, it burns, and I've tried to fight <laughs> it, but I can't any longer. So I've come to say hi. Feel free to ignore me for six months. It's would only be f- more than fair. I won't hold it against you. Hope you're doing well. Yes, I'm alive. What a fucking piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> you guys have great chemistry. That's why it feels so good when you're together. You have a natural chemistry. He doesn't want to be your girl- boyfriend. He likes having you around. And he, like you, feels that chemistry when you're together, which is why all the feelings you feel when you're together and why it feels so good when it's good. But relationships aren't just about how good it is when it's good. It's about how you deal when it's bad. And you, you know, cause relationships are both, you have the good and the bad, how you communicate when you're feeling bored or when you're feeling stressed or when you're not on the same page, when you're feeling a little cooped up and you want some freedom, you don't, you deal with that and not just disappear for three months. He is, yeah, I mean, he is a bit manipulative. I mean, I'm not saying he's just a guy. He's just a young, selfish guy who doesn't want a girlfriend at all. But he does like you, and he does feel the chemistry. And at times, I don't doubt that he misses you and feels compelled to talk to you. And listen, it's not just boredom in the sense that like you're not just somebody. You're not anybody. You're not easily replaced. The reason he does come back to you is because, yeah, like you, He feels the chemistry that you guys have together, you know, so you're not crazy to feel that like you're not just anyone, but you are not the only one he has chemistry with. And even the chemistry he does feel with you, he's not willing to give up freedom to only have this chemistry. It's not good enough for him. In the meantime, he is a bit of a manipulative son of a bitch um, who like this is all about getting what he wants and making you feel bad or guilty it's like a passive it's like a really kind of low-key gaslighting kind of situation here Uh not directly but like i would i would feel fucking crazy reading this message after hearing from someone i've missed for six months and wanted to talk to but they didn't want to talk to me and if i got this shit i'd be i'd lose my fucking mind you know what did you feel when you got this text message I think I'm tasked with him wanting to like play any type of game. So I read it and I was playing. I know I hate coming on here and defending him because like, I really do see it both ways. And I guess like in my head, I'm so convinced that he's a good person. And I know like this situation doesn't define like if he's good or bad, but like he was always so good to me that like, I really do want to say like, I think he's genuine with it, but obviously just even if he is, the way he goes about it, I know isn't fair to me, but then I'm not sure what the fair thing for me to do. Well, the fair thing for you to do is to uh, prioritize 
again, your needs and respect yourself because, it, you know, this you're right. This doesn't define him as a person. He probably is a good guy and means well. How old is he? 20. Yeah, he's super young. He's immature. He's figuring this shit out. You know, he's in his feelings. And uh, nevertheless, you are being way too uh, understanding. It's it's fine. I don't care if you did that and hurt me. Like, you're just you're being way too chill and, and, and too understanding. You're not acknowledging how he's making you feel and how he's hurting your feelings for fear that when you're finally getting what you want, he will leave again because, you know, you are you want to, you know, justifiably so address the, the way he's hurt your feelings and how you felt in the time when he wasn't around. But you've right. decided to just push that off because you're like, well, I had it's here. It's fine. I'm it's fun. And we have fun together. And it's great. Yeah. Well, while you're doing that, you are giving him permission to keep doing it. You are telling him it's okay. You are justifying what he's doing. So like when you're like, you know what? It's cool when he sends you bullshit like this and you're like, it's fine. How are you? Like, whatever. I'm a super chill, cool, understanding chick. He's just like, yeah. yep. And, and, and he will leave again and you will have then given him permission. You have, you're telling him it's okay. You're literally telling him it's fine. And that's only going to set you up to get more and more hurt. And you're right. He's human. We've all done it. You know, people give us permission to be shitty. Sometimes, you know, it takes a, it takes a real high character and a lot of self-discipline to not take advantage of the situations people give us. It's just like, you know. Yeah, we're in college. I don't think I ever wanted to hold him to like, oh, we're going to get married and have kids. But it's to say if we're going to date in college, he was definitely the person that I would have wanted to be with just because it was just so exponentially better than anyone I'd been with so far. But like, it is what it is. I'm not losing. Don't a date in college. Like, yeah, right. If you want to date in college, fine. But like, you don't need a boyfriend in college. You don't need a girlfriend right. in college. If it, if it's there, if it's convenient to so you happen to find someone who doesn't do this shit, he does then have a boyfriend. But in the meantime, like focus on school and, and your friends and, and be adventurous and take trips and be selfish and do all the things that you're not going to have a chance to do when you meet someone and have a family and have kids and like have to go home early because your dog needs to be let out. You know, like just live for yourself right now. Right. Yeah, absolutely. I'm going to do that. I told you whatever you said, I'm going to do so. All right. We're going to silently block him and it's done. Good for you. Chris, he doesn't believe you, but uh well, you can check up on me on one of your follow-up episodes. All right. All right. <laughs> well, the don't hard yet. part. Don't the, do it. I'll do it. The hard, part for, the hard part for you here is that there's no, like, immediate, like, validation that you did the right thing. Right. Other than yeah. you will slowly just forget about him. And you will slowly stop wondering if he's thinking about you or if he's tried to reach out to you and you don't know it because you're blocked. And I mean everything. Snapchat, TikTok, Instagram, Facebook. You disappear from his life it's hard if you have mutual friends you ask your mutual friends don't talk about me to him i don't exist i'm a ghost i'm dead no that makes sense she's like right that's I... fucking crazy it's crazy <laughs> it's crazy but, but no because it's the psychological game like what if they're trying to get yeah. like that's what you just have to get over that's the hard part for you because you're gonna be you're gonna want to know if he's if like he's trying. trying to reach out assume he right. has, doesn't matter he's just gonna send right. you bullshit like this yeah what a fucking dick. <laughs> <laughs> no, I agree. It's good to hear. I think it's just good validation to be like, that's not mean or 
immature. It's just run its course. And he's smart, too. He's good with his words, this one. He's 20-year-old. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He is. What's his major? Um, he's political science. Yeah, that tracks. Makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> it tracks. So All right. Well, well, best of luck. Uh, you're going to be good. You. I uh, Yeah, you'll be fine. You can do it. I believe in you. But it's going to be hard. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much. Yeah. And go out there and casually date and be open to meeting new guys and don't try so hard. Don't don't try to get over him by like having to meet a bunch of dudes, but just be open to it and have some mm-hmm. fun and get straight A's. Find a fun music major. <laughs> yes. See <laughs> <laughs> All right. Take hey. care. Thank you. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. Um, well, thanks for listening. Um, thanks certainly to our callers. Uh, some of these uh, stories are tougher uh, than others to share, and we certainly appreciate the vulnerability our callers have with us and our audience. Don't forget to send in your questions at asknickacastmedia.com. Cast with a K. Uh, we will be back tomorrow uh, talking Bachelor and uh, probably have an amazing guest for you on Wednesday. I'm certain of it. Have we ever disappointed? I mean, probably. I mean... It's the finale, so. Is it? Yeah. Is this the week of the finale? Yeah. This is 3-8. All right. Well, I hope we're going to get the runner-up. That's the plan. It's the plan. Probably won't be Rachel. That's fine. I'm pretty <laughs> sure she wins. This is the Do guess. Do we want Rachel? I mean, selfishly, yeah. I'm hoping Brie or Michelle is a runner-up. Okay. Because they're awesome, and I feel like we would get great conversations. And I don't think. I think maybe we get a great conversation with Rachel, but like clearly she's been involved in some stuff. And I, you know, yeah, we'll I, see. I'll let someone else have that conversation. Maybe she, Rachel on Rachel, you know, yeah. let, let Rachel and Rachel have that conversation. Oh, I think it's going to be, I don't know if it's going to be Michelle or Brie. I think it's going to be Michelle's going to be the runner up. Yeah. That hurts my heart. Well, we'll see if uh, Warner Brothers comes through. Okay. <laughs> so just in case. Tomorrow's also another episode. <laughs> yeah. All right, bye.